Hey, Shawty, let me holler at you. Angela. It's shorties time. We're doing shorties. And then July, we're doing some very special edition shorties. In an episode later this month, we talk about a huge pop culture thing. And I state in this that I'm sick of my childhood. or, Or the aspects of my childhood being shoved at me, which in a lot of ways I am, yes. But there is an odd exception that's occurred lately. I think the reason it's okay is because it's not been shoved at you. You've chosen to jump in. That's true. With both feet. I just kind of, I've been gearing up towards it by watching like promos for months and years. Like my favorite ones of the dudes I used to love as a kid. I guess it's been three, four months now at this point. I started watching wrestling again, which is odd because I kind of bowed out when I was a teenager in the late 90s. Was kind of in and out and then distracted by college life jobs, whatever. And recently I came back in and have been, you know, this is something I do. If I jump into something, I almost jump in way hard and, and absorb it historically and contextually as much as I can. It's pretty all consuming. Yeah. Like I can, I'll just have a fascination and I will dive into it. I will say that this is one of those sort of obsessions from the time we've been together that I am like 100% in for. I did not watch wrestling as a kid, but I am loving it right now. That's right. We're talking about wrestling. (laughs) And in the short time that we've fully been on board, we've seen some really cool stuff and we've seen some corny, shitty stuff. Sure. There's plenty of both things. We'll sit there and watch Raw or SmackDown and be like, that was a boring episode. And then NXT comes on and it's like, hell yeah. NXT, the better brand, truly. And I've been watching like a few other things too. There's an All Elite Wrestling show that's going to come out sometime later this year. Pretty down for that. Sometimes I've even, in leading up to it, I've also watched a few uh, New Japan matches and Lucha Underground, I think is a lot of fun. I'm like way into this. I know. So I've been thinking about this a lot. So this is what I do. I watch documentaries and films. And then lately I just watch wrestling. And and SummerSlam's coming to Nashville, but we'll be in fucking Chicago. Bad timing. The, the, we just didn't find out until after we bought our tickets. But Well, I don't have a choice of going. That's true. And I guess you still don't have to go with we me. Planned on going. <laughs> we planned on going. I plan on going. I like Chicago and it'll be fun to go back. I haven't been there in years. And I've never been, so I want to go with you. But in honor of my recent obsession, an old childhood obsession comes back. But we're going to be discussing, for shorties all month long, wrestling promos. Wrestling-related shit. You might be thinking, Bob, are these really short documentaries? You really, Yes. You really stretch it a bit when it comes to the short documentaries? And I think there's some room to say it's not. But, I guess. But we have a special rating system for it to have this fun stuff but this is the friday after july 4th july 4th was yesterday as of this drop happy july 4th happy independence day and what better way to celebrate the 4th of july with a little message 
from the American Dream, Dusty Rhodes. Hell yeah. Here is the American Dream, Dusty Rhodes. And Dusty, your fans welcome you back, man. First of all, I would like to thank the many, many fans throughout this country that wrote cards and letters to Dusty Rhodes, the American Dream, while I was down. Wow. I have so many things to say. <laughs> now, I don't want to jump go too far ahead of how we're going to rate this. We're talking about, in my opinion, what is probably the greatest wrestling promo ever dropped. Just tell me when it's time for me to talk. Dusty Rhodes, hard times, and he gets to the root of something. And this was recorded promo to pump you up for Starcade 85, Mid- Mid-Atlantic Wrestling, Dusty Rhodes versus Ric Flair. And this is what came out of his mouth. And he hits the tone. I think everything he said in there. You don't know what hard times are, daddy. Hard times are when the textile workers around this country are out of work. They got four or five kids and can't pay their wages, can't buy their food. Is is this viable today? Mm-hmm. Hard times are when the auto workers are out of work and they tell them go home. As it was then. And hard times are when a man has worked at a job 30 years. 30 years. They give him a watch, kick him in the butt, and say, hey, a computer took your place, daddy. That's hard time. That's hard time. Yep. He hits to the core of it without being negative towards anything except Ric Flair. No respect. No honor. There is no honor among thieves in the first place. Because he's Ric Flair. Yes. That's how it's done, daddy. You don't know what hard times are, daddy. Oh, man. Hard times. Go on. First impression. I do remember this guy, like, seeing him. But he came out in his gray suit, glasses. He's a very pale, very large man. And the first impression was that he looked like Uncle Fester if Uncle Fester had a blonde, (laughs) curly mullet. But as soon as he started talking, he was giving me Southern Preacher. He was giving me, like, every man realness. American Dream Dusty Rhodes. What I love so much is that he came out all, like, professional. No one does promos like this now. He knew what he was going to say. He was confident in what he was saying. He was quick, too. Like, no one talks that fast now. That's how... Because they they're dumbing it down now. That's how Dusty Rhodes was. He was just good at that shit. I am bad, and they know I'm bad. But he was basically saying, I understand you, and I understand where you're coming from. But guess what? I'm not talking down to you. I'm not dumbing it down. I'm not slowing it down. I'm telling you how it is. Feel like I fell in love with him during this, and now I want to go watch that match. The comparison of, hi, I am one of you, and we are on the same level, and I know it's hard. I know it's hard when you get laid off. I know it's hard when you don't make enough money, when you don't have enough food. This other wrestler is the epitome of too much. You're talking to the Rolex wearing, diamond ring wearing, kiss stealing, woo, wheeling, dealing, limousine riding, jet flying, Son of a gun, and I'm having a hard time holding these alligators down. Because mm. Ric Flair is, and so yeah. now is Charlotte. Like, Charlotte Flair is his daughter, and she is out there in glitter and gold. Ric Flair's the styling, profiling, limousine riding symbol of excess. Yeah, unapproachable, unrealistic. And cooler, and, and will make you know that he's better than everything Mm-mm. in front of you. Everything. This was so good. Daddy. I, I, 
I love how the audience, he comes in and he's just yelling because the audience is yelling. Dusty, your fans welcome you back, man. First of all, I would like to thank the many, many fans throughout this country. Oh, yeah. And that's just a wrestling crowd. You you, can't, you don't sit there and wait for them to stop. You, you just, just start them. screaming. Yeah. And then at some point, it's just fucking quiet. Nature boy! Let me leave you with this. Because they were listening. And they're like straight up listening to what he's saying. He was preaching. Going for it. Putting his hand out for the people. The world's heavyweight title belongs to these people. I'm going to reach out right now. I want you at home to know my hand is touching your hand for this gathering of the biggest body of people in this country, in this universe, all over the world now. Reach it out because the love that was given me and this time I will repay you now. I thought he was going to do that like touch my hand on the screen thing. Like it felt so evangelical at that moment. Yeah. Oh. Except he needs no money. Well, maybe. Uh, he needs you buy tickets. Four Star Arcade 85. But other than that, he just needs your spirit to reach out to the American dream, Dusty Rhodes. Oh, my God. Daddy. It really makes me want like a rival, you know? Like what? what's a good rival for the documenteers? I feel like I need someone that I can beat with uh, using the uh, American people voice you don't know what hard times are daddy <laughs> who's my enemy angela should it be a rival documentary should it be a documentary filmmaker i uh, yell at which... well you hate morgan spurlock for real should it be morgan spurlock? that seems like the most obvious person that i can think of that you really just genuinely dislike the most yeah that's the first person that comes to mind. True. I don't think you should hate on another specific podcast. Unless it's like one of the biggest ones. That's what I was going to say. Like, it's one thing to... Who is it? It's not Mark Maron. Joe Adam, Rogan Joe Experience. Joe Rogan. That's right. I was going to say Adam Carolla, and that was wrong. I Joe Rogan Experience. <laughs> I got something to say to you, Daddy. <laughs> you don't know nothing about hard times. <laughs> hard times is when they hand payouts to the wealthy. And they make you pay for it while they pay back nothing. That's hard times, daddy. <laughs> when you have to run for your life to another country. And government agents separate you from your children indefinitely. That's hard times. <laughs> and when you go through the coffee drive through and ask for a little bit of almond milk in your iced coffee. But they hand it to you. And the coloring is too light. And you know they put in too much. But you late for your pound class and you don't have time to redo the order. That's hard times, daddy. So you listen up, Joe Rogan experience. You've been giving out hard times too long. And Bobby Sham, the American dream, is going to bring hard times to you, daddy. I love you. Can I just say that, like, you gave, like, a real life really hard sad example and then a fucking drive through at Dunkin' Donuts <laughs> almond milk example. <laughs> You know, that's how I that's how I roll. <laughs> Reality and stupid. Except you don't go to pound class. You went to pound class once with me. Yeah, I took I took a pound class. <laughs> it was amazing. <laughs> Every I'm the only dude in there and everyone is just impressed. I've never been more appreciate like people were impressed because I stood in a room and did this. Because you showed up. The American Dream showed up to pound class and showed them all how to do it. That's not true. I had a very hard time. That's hard time. That's our time. But uh, that's our man. 
the American dream. How are we rating these, Daddy? Well, I'll tell you what. These wrestling promos, we don't rate in the star rating scale. We also don't do it in our short doc, Baby Herzog's style rating scale. Ooh, I better text Brian. you got to create something new. We rate these in one through five per person shock masters. One through five? That's right. We're going one through five shock masters. Shock masters. Don't know what that is. You but... don't know what that is yet. <laughs> Stay tuned for next week's short. Ooh. Hint, hint for what's coming. But I'll tell you what, I give it five, one through five, you give it one through five, and we rate it best out of 10 Shockmasters. Cool, cool. But again, we're talking about what might be the greatest wrestling promo of all time. I'm ready. So I'm destroying the parameters of one through five, and I'm going one through 50, and I give it 50 out of 50 Shockmasters. Oh my God! For Dusty Rhodes, talks about hard times, daddy. Oh man, I mean, if we're going one through 50... Then I'm going 50. Oh, shit. This is like, one, what song do you play for 100 Shockmasters? <laughs> That's a good question. He's a you take your 50 Shockmasters, <laughs> combine it with my 50 Shockmasters. Yeah, yeah. That's a 100 out of 100 Shockmasters for Dusty Rhodes Talks Quad Times. Hell yeah. Daddy. I don't know what song we just played, but I'm sure it'll be great. So yeah, um, Dusty Rhodes, he died a few years ago. Rest in peace. Uh, he actually lived quite a long life for someone who never seemed that healthy. I admit, I don't look like the athlete of the day supposed to look. My belly's just a little big. My hand is just a little big. But brother, I am bad and they know I'm bad. And I, you notice in this video, it looks like uh, his vein, you see a lot of his veins on his forehead. I was a little concerned about him halfway through because I was like, oh, I love this person. And oh my God, is he okay? I, a lot of it. I think he probably got as healthy as he could a little later in life, but. He also, um, you know, back in the day, cutting it was mm -hmm. pretty big during these times, especially during the matches he did then. For those of you who don't know, the wrestlers would have, like, razor blades hidden on them, and they would basically get them, like, between their fingers, and they would reach up and, like, cut their own foreheads so that there would be blood, and it would be very dramatic. Yeah, so his he's definitely got some scarring from there, and he'll continue to do that. His sons had a big match that was pretty bloody, that they did at the AEW Double or Nothing event. And his sons are a big part of that promotion. So that's also a big part of why I'm excited to watch the AEW show when it finally comes to television. So that it now makes sense to me. Yeah. Why you were so ready. And for there's it. plenty of other great wrestlers from all over the world, too. That's another great thing about wrestling now is that when I was a kid, they were all like either from Canada or the US. And now you're getting a lot more wrestlers from Mexico and Japan and Europe and all that shit. Mm -hmm. So, But this promo, rest in peace, Dusty Rhodes. And thank you in this day after 4th of July for giving us the American dream and the greatest wrestling promo ever recorded. R.I.P. American dream, Dusty Rhodes. We love you. Love you! And keep on docking. And Ric Flair 
Nature boy. Let me leave you with this. One way to hurt Ric Flair is to take what he cherishes more than anything in the world. That's the world's heavyweight title. I'm gonna take it, I've been there twice. This time when I take it, daddy, I'm gonna take it for you. Let's gather for it. Don't let me down now, cause I came back for you, for that man up there that died 10, 12 years ago and never got the opportunity to see a real wolf champion. And I'm proud of you and thank God I have you. And I love you. Love you!